All right, welcome back to Just Car Guys, the show where me and my dad talk about the latest car news and some of the crazy car stories from this week. Starting off here, Porsche has confirmed that we will be getting a Macan electric SUV in 2023. Bring it. Yes. The battery electric SUV will be sold alongside the gas version and not replacing it. So they'll have both options. And it will ride on that same premium platform electric system that we were talking about earlier that they're co-developing with Audi and as same with like the Taycan and stuff like that. Taycan? Taycan. I don't know. What do, what do you think? Is it take on Tycon? I'm going take on. Oh, I'm going Tycon. Sounds better. Unfortunately, Porsche is still keeping the performance specs a little secret, but they did say that the electric Macan will be able to top the Tycon's driving range, which is currently 227 miles. This photo was oh crazy. Goodness. Look That's at nuts. all that <laughs> testing equipment. Like, Very I don't. Cool. I don't even know how you keep track of all that stuff. It's Plus, crazy. Look, it's all, all the technical stuff. And then they've got like a Harbor Freight ratchet strap holding <laughs> down the top part there. See that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the U.S. will likely come with just one battery option, which is the long range extended version. But they are prepared to do two if they see it needed. Well, if it's already got the ex a further extended range than the Taycan, like what's the point? Uh, hey, thing, can we talk about the front bumper I was just about for a second? Say, it's, so in the article, they did say something about that. They're not sure if that's just for testing purposes, like it's some sort of radar or something. I don't know if I'm a fan of the front yeah, bumper hopefully compared just, to the other ones. It's just like they're just trying to camouflage it. I really hope yeah. so. Next here, this is a very interesting one out of the UK. Radford Motors Whoa, is creating good. a special line of customized Lotus based sports cars. So Radford was a coach builder in the UK, famous for specials based on Bentleys and Aston Martins, as well as modifying Mini Coopers with luxury features. And now with names like Ant Anstead and Jensen Button getting involved, the first vehicle will be based on Lotus technology and modified by Radford into a new bespoke limited edition. And that's really all the details we have, but that'll that'll be really interesting. Something about just a, like a couple of single line silhouette to to oh, just yeah. make you start it's, thinking. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, because there's so many ways they could go from yeah. just that. Last week, we said something about this and our suspicions are true. Ford is reviving the Lightning name for their new electric F-150 pickup truck. I think this is perfect. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that logo too. I think I, yeah. everything about it, I like it. Jim Farley, Ford CEO, stated in a press release that the new Lightning is even quicker than the original, but that's not really that impressive considering the original did zero to 16, 7.2 seconds. More will come out once, of course, the truck begins production around spring of 2022. The, the original was a cool truck, has a big oh, yeah. following. Um, so, so that'll be great to kind of, although this is a, a similar thing that we've talked about before where, you know, the Ford Lightning originally was about like horsepower and the rumble and the speed yes. and this will have the speed obviously because of electric but but you'll you'll be missing the raw nature of yeah. of what made it what it was rowdy yeah the the other thing that you know sort of like what we talked about with the mustang using the mustang name however lightning kind of makes sense it is interesting that they use the T for the lightning bolt instead of the I as an example, or both of the I's, because the T is very similar to Tesla. I don't know. It just, oh. it just uh, yeah. You got a point there. That's a good point. 
unless a, unless it was on purpose right you know it's like hey yeah, why not even more ford stuff i swear every week has just been forward for they're doing a ton of stuff over there but the 2021 ford bronco has more power than originally reported the original numbers ford had released were all estimates of course and now after testing and final calibration we have the official stats this suv comes with two engine options first being a 2.3 liter ecoboost turbocharged inline four and a second 2.7 liter twin turbocharged ecoboost v6 starting with the inline four pushing 300 horsepower and 325 pound-feet of torque that's 30 more horsepower and 15 more pound-feet of torque than originally stated and the v6 will be pumping out 330 horsepower and 415 pound-feet of torque that's a 20 horsepower increase and 15 pound-feet of torque yeah it's interesting the spread on that the four cylinder has 300 horse and the six cylinder has 330 really horse yeah I, that's, it, I was thinking the same thing I, would, I bet when it finally comes out it's there's going to be a larger spread between the two otherwise what's really the point? all these new numbers are based on using premium fuel on regular the v6 makes 315 horsepower and 410 pound-feet of torque and the inline four with 275 horsepower and 315 pound-feet of torque. It's interesting because most vehicles, you know, they, they have, they're tuned for a certain yeah. octane and that's the one you need to use. And if you use a different one, it just, you know, I don't know, it's, it's strange that they even suggest um, using an alternate. It is very strange. So now that does come at a price. The inline four has a combined miles per gallon of 17 to 21. V6 okay. with a combined miles per gallon of 17 to 19. What's the point? Like if, if the mileage isn't any better between it's one or the well, other. I think it's torque. The torque is yeah, different. It's got almost a hundred more pound feet of torque. Yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Honestly, I think these look excellent. I, I'm just going to touch on something we said last week as well. The Bronco Sport was a terrible launching idea, and they should have started with this and the Bronco Sport together. They or just started with this and then introduced the Bronco Sport for people who couldn't, you know, didn't want something as big or couldn't afford it. But yeah, but like this thing, at least from the photos, looks outstanding. Looks I still awesome. want to see it in person because, yeah, agreed. you know, the other one was definitely disappointing. Extremely. But, but that thing that it, it looks really cool. cool. It looks the, cool. I mean, and look at that interior too. And I'm pleased that they're doing it because, you know. <laughs> Jeep, let's let's be honest. Jeep has run away with that whole market. Oh right? yeah, they've, so, they've got it at the moment. So the one thing that you can that can keep Jeep innovating and keep them on their toes would be some competition. Yes. Right. And now all of a sudden we've got a, a Hemi Jeep. Right. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, so like those kinds of things are what keeps them motivated to to advance the yeah, brand. Yeah, hundred percent. So this next one is weird. French <laughs> automaker Delage has returned nearly seven decades after closing its doors. The Delage D12 has a 7.6 liter V12 engine pushing 990 horsepower at a violent 8,200 RPM. This thing is ridiculous. So here's kind of the part that I don't understand. The road oriented version comes with a 110 horsepower electric motor and the 200 pound lighter frac focused D12 club comes with a 20 horsepower electric motor. So it's a single seat in the center. Is that yeah. that's what it looks like? Look at look at how you get in that thing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that is, I think that would be so cool. Let's be honest. How can like if it was me, I would figure out how to get another 10 horsepower out of that thing. 
to be able to say you got a thousand horses. Oh instead yeah, nine hundred ninety. Come on, nine hundred ninety. That yeah. is so lame. Yeah, I don't know. They get no, it's not lame. It's nine hundred horses. <laughs> but, well, but you need to get. You got to. Yeah. You're so close. You got to get the one thousand. Or you get it all the way up. It's nine hundred ninety nine. Then they know you're trying to be honest. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. There like, you go. <laughs> then that something. that works. So according to Delage, D12 drivers can also create their own drive modes with up to 432 possible configurations. Nah, that's that. That's okay. I don't. That, I don't know how too much. they expect that that's to too work. Much. Oh yeah, because you're gonna. It'll take you, especially like knowing guys for like me, you and me. Forget it. We would yeah. take months. I mean, I, I tweaking, like I trying like to the figure customization out. piece for sure, but it's too too but complicated. But if you have too many options, then you you will never wait. I think I think number setting number two is better than what no <laughs> yeah. wait wait what yeah no delage estimated that the 3064 pound d12 gt rockets from zero to 60 in just 2.6 seconds and tops out at 224 miles per hour they plan to make just around 30 d12s being sold at around 2.5 million us dollars so if you got a lot of money, oh, man. Maybe look at that steering wheel. It's crazy. <laughs> What's strange to me is like the all the the touch screens that are in there. Buttons on the steering wheel. I kind of like that. It's it's unique. It's different. Yeah. I'm wondering on the you know lock to lock turns, like how how far you know how sensitive the steering is. Oh yeah. You know because if, if you're if you got to hold the, the, the control. Yeah yeah. Well. <laughs> No, not just that, but like you got to cross over your arms to to do a full lock, or is it? Oh yeah, because that's kind of you're not going to pass it over, right? You're not going to go one yeah. hand over the other uh, the way that's set. So that yeah. also seems like a precarious place for the headlights and the hazard lights. I feel like I would hit those on accident all the time and like I flash people. I don't know. It seems like it seems like hit a button. Yeah, it it almost looks like the button for like a gun on a on a you know in a fighter jet or something. Oh yeah, you know, well like, see that would be really cool if they had like some sort of overboost and right, then the top of it you flip the bah. cover and you know <laughs> right. that would be sick. So one of the things that they maybe should have done was put the turn signals there. You can see the turn signals are up higher. Oh, right that is a good point. So you have to How lift you your hand those? you have to lift your hand off of the the steering post behind. we'll call it. Go behind to push the button. Now you know you got the turn signals on the, the steering wheel in a Ferrari, but it's right, right there. and they're right there. So that would have been a natural placement right by your thumb to do the that. That would have made so way more sense. I hazards, agree with kind of strange. I agree with you on that 100%. So next here we go from really cool to really boring. <laughs> Mercedes has released more details about their ever expanding EQ line. This week we got images and more details about the produ production version of the EQT concept, which I mean, for a minivan. The, it has the. I would. I would have that. It's, in some of it's got to be in the photography because because it it does make it looks very sleek. It you know good. the yeah. the the way the light's shining off of it. They they did a nice job smoothing it out and and then I mean the interior though Mercedes it. If the, I could say anything about Mercedes that I just love that I wish every like interior by far they yeah. they just look fantastic i'm not sure how i feel about the blue shiny chrome looking trim pieces do you think it's actually yeah no yeah i guess it is blue huh it is blue. i didn't know if it was it was reflecting light no, or it, something it yeah is blue. but it's blue i don't mind the accents i just the white is gonna be 
it'll be white for like a day so maybe different color (laughs) i agree this thing is capable of seating up to seven and three rows with shiny luxury materials and practical dual sliding doors the eqt and t-class aims to fulfill the need of non-commercial customers with small and upscale vans is it strange to you that they've actually got like a, a a shifter in there instead of just push buttons I'm like surprised. it's a Mercedes especially nowadays they're not going to put a stick in there right so it's, it's not like in the new GT3 right this yeah. you got a stick whether it's the the PDK or which I love that it looks exactly it looks the, the same, same. It, and and it's it, you know it's cool but yeah i don't know it's just interesting that in a that car like this strange. you would have that so. so next here we have the first look at the new volkswagen tiguan the 2022 volkswagen tiguan is here and is getting a mid-cycle refresh the most notable changes applying to the exterior and interior with a significant overhaul pushing the suv towards a more premium feel i like these things yeah i'm gonna be honest i think they look pretty good so They've also revamped the trim structure, the base model being the S, followed by the SE, SER line black, and SELR line. There have also been no changes under the hood, with Volkswagen keeping the turbocharged 2-liter, 184-horsepower, and 221-pound-feet of torque engine and the 8-speed automatic transmission. This also includes Volkswagen's IQ Drive driver assistance system and is available on every trim level at SE and up. This includes active blind spot monitoring with rear traffic alert, lane keeping assist, adaptive cruise control, travel assist, and emergency assist. As far as price goes, Volkswagen has not released any numbers, but it is predicted to start a little higher than the current base Tiguan being offered at $25,965. The new 2022 Tiguan goes on sale this fall. Honestly, one thing that is intriguing to me, I feel like as as just the car market and new cars progress, they keep getting cheaper. Yeah, that thing starting at 22 or 25, 25 for the yeah. well, more like 26. That's pretty good. Yeah, it it is good. I I wonder how many are actually sold at that price because oh, probably none. You know, they just option the heck out of things and then yeah. and then you're in the 35 range before you know it. I like this this uh, interior though. I kind of like really the, good. The, the two tone seat. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that that's maybe uh, taking some inspiration nice. from there other brands <laughs> right, yeah well hey, it does audi, it I'll does give that give a uh a, a feeling of like the the audi q series you it know? really yeah um, it does. i mean they're so, probably i'm pretty sure they might be built on the same platform are. yeah so last week we saw the 2022 toyota and chevy nascars now we get our first look at fords there you go. Yeah. Like the changes uh, to the other cars, the next-gen racer features styling that makes it look much more like its production sibling, while also being redesigned and future-proofed, potentially allowing hybrid or electric powertrains in the future, while also being hit with the same changes as all the others, like going for bigger 18-inch wheels and with, with a center lock and a fully symmetrical body shape. Interesting. Pretty cool. It is cool. I like them. Yeah. I, well, I like seeing it because, again, like we talked about before, there's a good possibility of, of uh, you know, like a race spec version being available for street use. You know, That'd like so um, awesome. Again, 
more Ford news. It doesn't stop, I swear. I mean, I'm That's I'm great. all for it. It's pretty cool. Ford is planning a software update to make Amazon's Alexa virtual assistant a built-in feature for 700,000 Fords in the US and Canada. Alexa integration will be starting this fall with the 2021 Ford F-150 and Mach-E. Notice how I didn't say Mustang because it's not a Mustang. Followed by the 2021 Ford Bronco when it goes on sale and also the Ford Edge and Ford Super Duty pickup truck with Alexa eventually rolling out across the entire lineup within a few years. Ford is planning to do a ton with these over-the-air software updates, constantly improving and adding features to cars that are already on the road, as well as being able to fix your car without needing to visit the dealer. So I think these over-the-air software updates have a real potential because it means they can kind of, it's almost like DLC for video games. Right. They'd yeah. be like, hey, you know what? Let's give everybody some fun new features. They could just do it, and then all the cars just sit for maybe an hour or two. I don't know how long the software updates actually take, as long as you're connected to Wi-Fi. And then your car can do something that it couldn't do before. Yeah, I wonder at awesome. one point, and maybe they have it, because we, we don't really have any vehicles that have that level of technology right now. But do do you have the option to upgrade your the size of your memory or things like that? Because at some know, point, Tesla, right? Tesla released, here's an example of Tesla has been really kind of pioneering the, I mean, I've, of course, I think you've seen like the one where they did the Christmas update and right. your Model yeah, yeah. X dances. They like released an update for like, I think it was expensive, but you could buy it and increase your car's performance. Stuff like that. Obviously, yeah, I mean, that, it should come from cool. the dealer with that performance, but still. No, no, no. Th those things cool. are, yeah, that I I agree with you completely that that is a, a great option. I do think that awesome. just like the rest of technology, as as they come up with bigger, better uh, downloads, you need more memory. And yeah. they're, they're only going to have so much that's in the, the car to start with. So I wonder if there oh, are yeah, options to you know, I mean, especially put in a new memory stick. They're or, already or, even partnering with Amazon, Amazon right. Web Services. That's their huge cloud data center. Yeah, how can you how can you plug in an external drive so that you can hold more info, you know, or yeah. whatever? I, I'm sure they're figuring so cool. something out, but I, yeah, I cool. really like what Ford is doing with this. Yeah. I think it's extremely, and it provides like value for you. So you buy a Ford, and then they could even say, and you'll get you know five years of improvements and features kind of like video games like hey you yeah. buy this video game and we promise we'll continue to develop it for five more years and we'll add new features new cool stuff to it i think DLC. that's awesome exactly yeah. yeah next one is another interesting one tesla is no longer accepting bitcoin as payment so after buying 1.5 billion dollars worth of bitcoin earlier this year this may come as a surprise to you but due to concerns about the carbon footprint and how much energy is used to mine Bitcoin as well as process transactions, Tesla has announced they won't be taking it as payment until the emissions potential goes down. At the same time, they do not intend to sell what they have as they still want to use it for further transactions. Which is interesting. I mean, that's a big move as far as it goes with the move towards cryptocurrencies and stuff like that online. This is a car podcast, so we're not going to get too much into that, but very intriguing. All right, with that, that is it for today's episode. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And with that, we'll see you next week. Thanks for your time.